Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Hello, it's Marsha Joy, and welcome to the Modern Day Christian Chick Podcast, where we look at everyday life through the lens of the gospel, while having conversations surrounding self-care, intentional living, worship, and church culture. Sickness and death has permeated the world both literally and figuratively. The physical sickness of COVID and cancer to the sickness of racism, misogyny, and bigotry. Physical death due to the disease that ravages the body and the spiritual death that ravages the soul. The divisiveness of human beings one to another has never been more clear, at least as far as I can remember in my 51 years. The death of human relationship is difficult to witness. Everything, all the law and the prophets, hang on these two things, loving God and loving our neighbor. The hatred that we display towards one another is so visible, so palpable. It is clear and it is present and it is causing deep harm. The path to healing must begin with an acknowledgement that a sickness exists. It must then be diagnosed properly in order to deploy the necessary treatment to heal. In many cases, healing has not even started because we will not own or acknowledge the sickness that has plagued us both individually and collectively. When I was younger, elementary and high school age, I had hatred in my heart for white people. I grew up in an overwhelmingly, predominantly white, alt-right environment. I attended private schools where the only other black folk I saw during the day were my sister and maybe three or four others. I was told every day, both overtly and covertly, either by word or by deed, that I didn't belong or that I wasn't good enough. Day by day, the resentment and hatred grew until it completely overwhelmed me. I accepted Christ when I was 13 years old, but the physical act of openly professing Christ as my Savior in church, in front of the congregation, and being baptized and all of that is merely a symbol of the profession of faith and the willingness to grow in that faith. As I began to study His Word and grow in relationship with Christ, I realized that my heart was deceitful. I had hatred in my heart for people that did not look like me because of the pain that I had suffered under the hand of their discrimination. But there is no qualifying text of condition regarding loving our neighbor. There is no text in the Bible that allows for hating our neighbor because of what they have done to us or to others. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our enemy is not other people. I profess the sin of hatred and ask Christ to fill my heart with love in spite of how I was feeling. That change was a process, but it did happen. I wanted it to happen. I needed it to happen. I needed love to exist in my heart and not hatred. I needed to reconcile the fact 
that while folk may treat me horribly, I can still love them because God loves them. I was young and it was a process. The racial climate in our country is not easy to navigate, especially for me, because I know that in my flesh, I am capable of hate. I stay in the face of God, asking him to never allow hatred to rear its ugly head in my heart again. You can claim in public that you love God and that you are a godly person who reads the Bible and sits on the church pew every Sunday, but if you do not love your neighbor, if you do not love your neighbor regardless of what they look like, regardless of the color of their skin, regardless of their sexual orientation, yes, regardless of how they identify, regardless of what they have done, then you do not love God. He tells us, how can you love me who you've never seen and hate your neighbor who you see every day? Maybe folk take issue with the word hate, but the definition of hate is to feel an intense or passionate dislike for something or someone. Hatred is a feeling that often is associated with resentment, anger, disgust. We don't like to admit how we truly feel about a thing. We don't take responsibility for the issues of our heart, but we must. We must be transparent about how we feel. If those feelings do not line up with the word of God, then we must pray and ask him to change our hearts. God is speaking to us through his word. For as I have often told you before and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. Listen, it's okay to have wealth and to rise to high levels on your job, but it is what you do with those things that is of importance. Do you glorify God in those things or do you glorify the thing itself and or yourself for having attained it? The scripture continues, their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. All of us are mortal. We are going to pass away. And when we go, we are not coming back this way. Our earthly bodies, this flesh and blood will turn to dust, but our spirit will live eternally with him if we have chosen him as our Lord and Savior. Where we spend eternity is determined by what we do while we are yet living. For those of us who profess Jesus as our Savior, we know, or should know, that we are not of this world. We are in the world, but this is not our home. Our citizenship is in heaven. That is why he tells us not to store up our treasures on earth where moths and vermin can destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, 
there your heart will be also. Listen, when you glorify your wealth and your possessions, when you justify even the killing of human life to protect that wealth and those possessions, all those things that you cannot take with you, what an indictment that is on our hearts. There is no cure for the myriad maladies that plague our heart but Jesus the Christ. No one became flesh and was crucified on a cross for those same maladies but Jesus the Christ. He alone has the power to save. Genuinely accept him into your heart and allow him to transform it. Until we meet again, I pray that you are blessed. I pray that your family is blessed. And remember without a shadow of a doubt that you are loved. God bless. Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Thank you so much for listening to the Modern Day Christian Chick Podcast. If you've been blessed in any way by this or any other episode, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a written review. May God bless and keep you. Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Just a closer walk with Our Lego.